the holy written word. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher and our guide. May every ear be a listening ear, every heart a receptive heart unto your holy word. Now, peradventure, Lord, someone be here, Lord, that don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. May they give their heart and their life to Jesus this day. For you say it today, this day, now is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that every person under the sound of our voice, Lord, under the sound of my voice, shall not harden their heart, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. And everybody that agree with that prayer, say it. Amen. 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 I want to talk to you tonight. The Lord laid this on my heart. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Amen. First Corinthians. I'm sorry, 1 Chronicles, amen, not Corinthians, 1 Chronicles chapter 12, amen, look at verse 17, amen, and David went out to meet them and answered and said unto them, if ye be come peaceably unto me to help me, mine heart shall be knit unto you, notice that, mine heart shall be knit unto you. David said, if you become what? Peaceably unto me. To what? Help me. Amen? Amen? See, Pastor Roe needs some help. You know, he just like Jesus, a man sent from God. Remember? Jesus was what? A man sent from God. Amen? Hallelujah. And Pastor Roe is a man sent from God. Now, I want to caution y'all, this is not a pump Pastor Roe up service, okay? But the Lord told me, speak this. All right? Amen. But we are lifting him up. Amen. If you become peaceably unto me to help me, mine heart, listen to what David said, mine heart shall be what? Knit unto you. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Okay? Now turn to 1 Samuel chapter 18. And let's look at that scripture. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel chapter 18. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel. You there? Go back toward Genesis. All right? If you have 1 Chronicles, go left. All right? Toward Genesis. Now, when you stand before Jesus, you don't want him to say go left. You want him to go say go right. All right? Amen? Some of the older UBC people know what I'm talking about. Amen? First Samuel chapter 18, verse 1. You there? And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, talking about David, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. The soul of Jonathan was what? Knit with the soul of David. Now, he says soul, but listen, being knit to the what? Heart of your pastor. Amen? Let's look at Judges. We're going back toward the Genesis, okay? Judges, chapter 20. Just go back a few pages. Judges, chapter 20. Look at verse 1. You're there? Then all the children of Israel went out. And the congregation was gathered together as 
what? One man. One man. One man. UBC Nation, we are one man. Amen? We are one. Look at verse 8. Skip over to verse 8. And all the people arose as what? How many? How many? One man. Look at verse 11. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, knit together as a what? How were they? Knit together. Or you could say knitted. Knitted together as how many? One man. One man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Knitted together as what? One man. Amen. Now let's go back to Chronicles. I want to show you something. First Chronicles chapter 12. That's our foundation text. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Amen. Being knitted together as what? One man. Amen. See, Jesus prayed that we would be what? One. So it will come to pass. Don't you know that? Amen. Jesus get all his prayers answered. Amen. Amen. Do you? Yes, you do. Amen. Yes, you do. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let it not be said that you don't get your prayers answered. You get your prayers answered. Amen. All the time. Amen. Now, let's look at 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 1. Now, these, I want you to notice something, y'all. When we look at this, now, I know y'all is bad English, but y'all don't throw no rocks at me, all right? All right? Now, we're going to look at 1 Chronicles chapter 12. We're going to start with verse 1, and I want you to look at something. I want you to notice something when we read these scriptures, all right? When we read these scriptures, I don't want you to see the children of Israel, because see, the children of Israel is a type of the church. Amen. So when you read the scriptures and you read about the children of Israel, see, you're looking at yourself. You're looking at a type. You're looking at a picture of the church. Amen. Amen. So when you read this, I want you to see not only the church, I want you to see UBC. Amen. Amen. I want you to see UBC. I want you to see us, y'all, in, <laughs> in the word. Okay. Let's look at it. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 1. Now these are they that came to David to Ziglag. You know, let me stop right there. You know, the Lord gave Pastor Roy a scripture when he first started the church about, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented, they, they joined unto David. Amen? We, they use, we use that for our um, first TV commercial. Amen? Got a lot of people looking at me strange. Y'all don't know about that, huh? A lot of new people. Minister Karen know about it. Myself, anybody else know about it? It's okay to raise your hand. You can raise your hand in church. All right. Dr. Guillory, yeah, Doc know about it. All right. Now these are they that came to David to Ziglag, while he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. You know, you could say they were mighty men. Why? Listen at this. Helpers of the vision. Helpers of the vision. Amen? Glory to God. See, we're talking about being knit to the heart of your pastor. Let's read that again. Look at that again. Now, these are they. That's talking about us, y'all. That came to David to Ziglag, while he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. Now, you know, Saul was trying to kill him. 
And they were among the mighty men. Say, I'm a mighty man. I'm a mighty woman too. You're mighty men and women, all right? Men and women, all right? They were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. You know, in the, you know, in the New Testament, Paul the Apostle talks about helpers of your joy. You know that? You could help people. Amen? Enjoy. Encourage them. Helpers of your joy. I'm helpers of your joy. Amen? And I come to help you in your faith. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at verse 2. They were armed with bows. Amen. And could use both the right hand and the left hand in hurtling stones and shooting arrows out of a bow, even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. He even had his enemy working for him. The people enemy. These were men that could what? Fight. Amen. These were men that could what? Fight. You know, in the Old Testament, you, how many of y'all remember the story about Abraham and Lot? And Lot got in trouble. And you know, Abraham went and got him. Yeah, he had to go get him. He had to fight for him. And go help him out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, let, let me ask y'all, how many of y'all going to fight for your brethren? Raise your hand, everybody. When you got in a fight when you was a kid, all of your brothers and sisters jumped in, didn't they? Are you, are you fought by yourself? If you got in a fight, you ain't get your big brother, your big sister. And if you didn't have a big brother or a big sister, most people had what? A friend that considered themselves a big brother. Because, see, I remember I had a guy. See, I don't have no big brothers. I'm the biggest brother. I'm the big brother. I'm the oldest. But there was a guy that protected me. Yeah, people would pick on me. He said, man, leave him alone. He was big, see? And he wouldn't let nobody pick on me. Amen? So we got to fight. Look at verse 2. They were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left hand. Both the right hand and the left hand in hurling stones. See, some people, see, the Bible said be instant, what? In season and out of season. See, you got to be ready to pray at all times. All times. Whether it's easy to pray or whether it's hard to pray. In tough times and in what? Good times. You got to be what? Ready to pray. Amen? All the time. Not just when it's easy to pray. You know, it's just like sometimes when it's raining outside, folk don't want to get out their bed. Oh, Lord, it's raining. I can't go to work today. It's raining. I can't get out the bed because it's raining today. See, don't, don't walk by your feelings. Amen? The Bible declares we what? Walk by faith and not by what? Sight. We walk by faith and not by feelings. Amen? So they were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left in hurling stones. In season and out of season. In season and out of season. Amen? That's, how, that's what that sounds like, huh? Both the right hand. This is my right hand. Right hand, left hand. Y'all right? Y'all, 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 yeah, this y'all right, that's y'all left. Amen? Right hand and left hand. Amen? See? On the right and on the left, you got to be what? Ready to pray. In season, out of season. Preach the word all the time. Not when you feel like it. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. How many of y'all preach the word, preach the gospel when you're out on your job? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. I won't put y'all on the spot. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. 
Look at verse 3. The chief was, now I can't pronounce all these names now, Ahizir, then Joash, the sons of Shema, the Gibeonite, and, y'all going to help me here? Jeziel and Pelet, the sons of Asmavet, and Baraka, and Jehu, the Anthotite. Look at verse 4. But this is what I want you to see. Watch this. Look at this. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember what, us, we, what we're talking about tonight. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Amen. All right. Look at verse 4. And, the, and Ishmael, the Gibeonite, a mighty man among the 30 and over 30. See, some of y'all going to be among the 30 and over 30. Now, he ain't talking about age. Talking about over people. Amen. Amen. He's talking about over people. Amen. Amen. Some of you are gonna be mighty men among the 30 and over the 30. Amen. Amen. And then it, we, then God lists a whole bunch of names. Look at verse 8. <laughs> and of the Gadites, they separated themselves unto David into the hold. To the wilderness, men of might and men of war, fit for the battle, that could handle shield and buckler, whose faces were like the faces of lions. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. Did you know you are the righteous? You are the righteous. You are righteous. Say, I'm righteous. Say, I'm righteous. You are righteous. Therefore, you are bold as a lion. You don't never need to back up. When you get ready to talk to somebody about Jesus, when you get ready to witness, you don't need to back up and say, well, Lord, you know, the Lord prompt you in your heart to minister to somebody, witness to somebody. You say, well, Lord, what if they say no? What if, what if, what if, well, Lord, I don't know. No, you don't need to back up. You are the righteous, and the righteous are bold as a lion. Amen? Amen. Say, I have lion-hearted boldness. You know why you have lion-hearted boldness? Because the Bible declares that Jesus is the lion of Judah. Amen? And you got him in your heart, huh? Well, if you got the lion of Judah in your heart, then you have what? Boldness. Like a what? Lion. See, I'm bold like a lion. You think the king of the jungle scared anybody? Amen? Hallelujah. So, let's look at verse 4 again. It says, And men of war fit for the battle that could handle shield and buckler whose faces were like the faces of lions and were as swift as the rose or the dove, um, deer, I'm sorry, upon the mountains. Amen? Look at verse 14. These were of the sons of Gad, captains of the hosts. See, all of them had a position. All of them had a place. This is what I want you all to see. See, what we're talking about is being knit to the heart of our pastor. Listen, all of them had a place. 
All of them had a position. Nobody was fussing. Nobody was fighting about what they had to do. Amen? These were of the sons of Gad, captains of the host. One of the least was over a hundred. One of the least. See, you might think you small. You might think you insignificant. That means unimportant. You might think that you unimportant. Look what, look what the Bible says. Look what the word of God says. One, verse 14, you see it? One of the what? Least was over how many? One of the least was over what? I can't hear y'all. A hundred. Listen, y'all, this the Old Testament. This the children of Israel. One of the least was over a hundred. How many times people think that, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nothing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really not about much, you know. I'm just a little, you know, like Pastor Rose said, a little church mouse. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm insignificant. I'm unimportant. You know, the Bible teaches us in the, in the book of 1 Corinthians that those that are least, we ought to esteem. Turn there, turn there. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I don't want to misquote it. Hallelujah. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12. Look at first Corinthians chapter 12 verse 18. But now hath God set the members, every one of them in the body as it had pleased him. God set every one of you in the body as it had pleased him everybody has a place you have a place amen and your place is important watch and if they were all one member where were the body but now are they many members yet but one body say i'm a member and the eye cannot say unto the hand i have no need of thee nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble or weak or little or what? Necessary. You necessary. Listen, the children of Israel, the least was over 100 men. Now don't turn and look at your neighbor, but some people in here might think they the least. See, their self-esteem might be real low. They might think they're the least. But the least of the children of Israel was over how many? A hundred. Had a hundred people under them. Was responsible for a hundred. Look at verse 23. And those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable, which we what? Think to be what? Less honorable. Upon these we bestow more abundant honor. See, that's just little, you know, that's Joe. He just sweep the flow. Ain't that important. He just clean up. He walk around with a broom, you know, and a dustpan. And he just, he ain't that important. All he do is clean the flow. Now see, when Joe clean the flow faithfully and loyal. See, because you could be faithful but not loyal. 
You could be faithful but not loyal. Because you could be faithful. You could show up to work every day on time and do everything you're told. But if you gripe and complain and fuss and backbite and talk about the boss, you ain't loyal. You faithful, but you ain't loyal. So Lil Joe sweep the flow, and we see Lil Joe in heaven, and he got a bigger reward than you. And then what you don't know is Lil Joe, who started out sweeping the flow, faithful and loyal, and you still might see him cleaning up from time to time. You don't know he got a hundred workers on them. <laughs> got a hundred workers on them. Amen. Glory to God. So we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go back to uh, First Chronicles chapter twelve. Let's look at verse 15. Well, back to 14. One of the least was over a hundred and the greatest over a thousand. Amen? These are they that went over Jordan in the first month when it had overflown all his banks and they put to flight all them of the valleys both toward the east and toward the west. They ran the enemy off, okay? Verse 16. And there came of the children of Benjamin... And Judah to the hold unto David. And David went out to meet them. Now here's some more people want to join David. Amen. And answered and said unto them, If ye be, and David answered and said unto them, If ye become peaceably unto me to help me, mine heart shall be knit unto you. Amen. But if ye come to betray me to my enemies, to talk about me, to dog me out, to talk dirty about me, Seeing there is no wrong in mine hands. You know there's no wrong in your hands? You know the Bible says what God has cleansed? Don't call common or unclean. The Bible says what God has cleansed? Don't call common or unclean. Say I'm cleansed. Say I'm washed in the blood. That's right. Don't let nobody condemn you. Don't let nobody call you common or unclean. Don't let nobody call you dirty. You're not of the world. We in the world, but we what? Not of the world. Amen? Hallelujah. Jesus said you clean through the word I've spoken unto you. You already clean. You cleansed. Amen? Washed in the blood. Amen? Seeing there is no wrong in mine hands... The God of our fathers looked thereon and rebuked it. Then the spirit came upon Amasa, who was chief of the captains, and he said, Thine are we, David, and on thy side. Thine are we, David, and on thy side. Thou son of Jesse, peace, peace be unto thee, and peace be to thine helpers. For thy God helpeth thee. And David, then David received them and made them captains of the band. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, so David's heart, their heart were, was what? Knitted together. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. How do you be knit to the heart of your pastor? How do you become knitted to the heart of your pastor? You look at him. You watch him. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says to follow those who through what? Faith and patience inherit the promises. Amen. Paul the apostle said, follow me as I what? Follow Christ. Amen. See, God gives a vision to one man. One man. Amen. God gives a vision to one man. And everybody else is to follow. Amen. I'll prove it to you. God spoke to Moses. Hallelujah. He didn't speak to a committee. He spoke to Moses. Amen. God spoke to Noah and told Noah to build an ark. And Noah employed his what? Sons to help him. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. God spoke to Nehemiah. He built the wall. God called Gideon. Amen. One man. One man. God give the vision to one man. But see, everybody has a place. Every, everybody has their place. Amen? I'm going to show that to you. Turn to Acts chapter 16. Everybody has their place. We're talking about being knit to the heart of your pastor. If you want to know the heart of your pastor, watch him. Listen to him. Follow him. I can't go everywhere he go. I ain't say you got to go everywhere he go. You can't go everywhere he go. You know, you could follow somebody without even physically being with him. Yeah. You could follow somebody without physically being with him. You ain't never got to actually be with them to follow them. You can get all their tapes, all their books, and listen to it. Amen? Glory to God. Acts chapter what? 16, I told you turn. Look at verse 9. Let, let's back up to verse 6. Now when they had gone through out. See, I messed myself up. Going back. That word. What that is? Ferglia and the region of Galatia. And were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Mysa. They essayed to go into Bethania, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they, passing by Mysa, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. The vision appeared to who? In the night. Now listen, when God gives a vision to a man, like I said, God gives a vision to one man. And how do you know God gave a vision to a man? How do you know God gave a vision to a man? Because when God gives, when God speaks to a person's heart, they know that they know that they know that they know that they know it was God. That's really the best way I could explain it. You just know. Just like related to when you got born again. Your born again experience. Nobody couldn't tell you you didn't get saved. You knew it. They, they, they really couldn't, they couldn't convince you that nothing happened. They couldn't convince me. Nobody, I mean, people didn't try to convince me, but if somebody had tried to convince me that I didn't get saved, they couldn't do it because I knew what happened. See, I believe that's what happened when God called Moses. He knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, and he went forth. See, and the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Yeah. 
See, a lot of people say they call to do this and they call to do that, but they ain't got no fruit. They ain't got no fruit. Listen, you got to have fruit. Fruit got to show up. Amen? Hallelujah. So God gives a vision to one man. How do you know God gave a vision to a man? Because it's coming to pass. And, and wh whoever it is, when God gives them the vision, nothing is going to change their mind. Because they know. Without a doubt that God spoke to them. Now, you all can relate to this, what I'm saying now. Because all of you all in here, God has spoken some things to your heart. And you knew it was nobody but God. Now, all of us have different things that God spoke to us about. I don't know what God been telling you. All I know is what God been telling me. Amen? I know what the Lord told me. And I ain't talking about no whole bunch of different things. Because a lot of times, you know, when people say that, people think, you know, well, the Lord told me to do this. The Lord told me to do that. The Lord told me. And people got, they got 10,000 things that they say the Lord told them to do. And they ain't doing that one of them. None of them. They ain't did the first thing the Lord told them to do. Which probably was shut up. Real. Really. You know, because see, let me, let me explain something to you. God, he talking all the time. About little things, you know, like witness to this person, witness that, to that person. But see, you don't hear people run around and say, the Lord told me to witness to this person. The Lord told No, they won't tell you the big stuff. The Lord told me I'm a prophet. The Lord told me I'm an apostle. That's the stuff they want you to tell you that the Lord told them. They won't tell you about the little stuff, like the, like the Lord told them, get out the bed. It's time to get up. Wake up, get up and start praying. I'm waiting. Go, go, go minister to your neighbor. They don't know the Lord. You've been living next door to them for 10 years. You never told them about Jesus. When you're going to witness to them, okay, Lord, okay, Lord, okay, Lord. But see, nobody want to tell about that. They want to tell all the big stuff the Lord told them. The Lord told me this, the Lord told me that. Yeah, because they won't look super spiritual. But see, the Lord, you got to do the first thing the Lord told you. What is it that God told you to do that you haven't done yet? He's still waiting on you to do it. That one thing, everybody could identify with that. Uh-huh. That one thing you keep thinking about, you haven't done yet. Uh-huh, it keeps coming up in your spirit, and you haven't done it. Uh-huh. How you know that's the Lord? It agrees with the word. It ain't violating the word. Uh-huh. It might be something as simple as go, go minister to your boss. Tell him about Jesus. Tell him you're a Christian. How many? No, nah, I ain't going there. I ain't going there. Amen? Y'all still love me? <laughs> All right. Amen. Look at, uh, so, Acts chapter 16, verse 9, and a vision appeared to Paul. In the night, there stood a man of Macedonia. See, he saw a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. Now, Paul saw this vision. See, the Lord gave Paul a vision of a man in Macedonia saying, come over. We need some help. He saw that. Paul saw it. I say, Paul saw it. Nobody else saw it. 
How we know that was God? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. It came to pass. Paul saw it. Paul didn't go say, uh, look, uh, uh, did you see what I saw? Because see, if when you tell somebody what the Lord told you, I'm, now I'm talking about the one specific thing, not the 10,000 things, okay? The one specific thing the Lord told you that he really told you to do. If you share with somebody else, you know what they're going to wind up doing? Some people. See, the Lord got some people that's going to band together with you. See, we're talking about being knit to the heart of your pastor. And there's a scripture that, talked about, that talks about being banded together, okay? But some people you tell, and be just like Joseph, they're going to throw you in the pit. Remember Joseph and his brothers? When you tell them the Lord called me to preach, mostly the Lord called you to preach. Your brothers and sisters, they're going to ditch you. Not dish you, ditch you. All right? Look at verse 10. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia. Listen, we, Paul's company, the people that was with him, we. See, listen, they recognized Paul had a vision. Not I had a vision. Paul had the vision. Amen? They know Paul heard from God. Amen? There was a man sent from God. His name was Jesus. There was a man sent from God. How we know Jesus was sent from God? The proof of the pudding is in the eating, y'all. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. We know that. Amen? Well, listen, they got other people sent from God, too. Amen? They got other people sent from God. And listen, you know who they are. And you know who they ain't. All you got to do is listen to the witness of the Spirit in your heart. Now, if you're here at this church, you belong here. Don't let nobody pull you away. You belong here. Amen? You know? And after he had seen the vision, after he... Paul had seen the vision. Immediately, we endeavored to go into Macedonia. Immediately, we. Immediately, we. See, look, pick up, pick up your sword. Pick up your battle shield. Amen? And say, let's go into battle. Amen? Hallelujah. We endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us. Who the Lord call? Us. The Lord call all of us, y'all. Amen. The Lord call all of us to go past the road. To run with the what? Vision. Amen. The Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Look, we all, the Lord called all of us to preach the gospel unto what? Them. The people outside these walls. The Lord called what? Us to teach people how to believe and receive from God. What? On purpose. Amen? Glory be to God. Being knit to the heart of your pastor. Look at, let's go to um, Judges chapter 20. Let's look at that one again. Judges chapter 20. Then all the children of Israel went out, and the congregation was gathered together as one man. You there? I hear pages still turning. 
Judges chapter 20, verse 1. Judges chapter 20. Then all the children of Israel went out, and the congregation was gathered together as one man. Now listen, like I told you, when you read your Bible and you see the children of Israel, that's the type of the church. So look at, see yourself in the word of God. When all the children of Israel, then all the children of Israel went out and the congregation was gathered together as one man. From Dan even to Beersheba with the land of Gilead unto the Lord in Mizpah. And the chief of all the people, even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God. 400,000 footmen that drew sword. 400,000 footmen. Listen, y'all. What, what, wouldn't we like to have 400,000 people in UBC? Yeah. We believe in God for 3,000. But listen, God want that many. People are like, the Lord don't want no big churches. Why he don't? God want heaven populated. See, listen, they got too many people in hell. Hell is stuffed, overcramped, overcrowded. You know, it's, it's people next to people. There ain't no room to move, no room to breathe. Just like in a nightclub. That's why you don't want to be in no nightclub. All them folk in the dark. And you can't see who next to you. And they shoulder to shoulder. Folk coming out. Ooh, it was good. It was wall to wall people. Yeah, uh -huh. just like hell. That's just how hell going to be. But it's going to be hot. And burning. And stinking. Yeah, just like folk ain't got no deodorant on. They stinking in the club next to you. Say, I've been delivered from the club. Amen. Now the children, verse 3, now the children of Benjamin heard that the children of Israel were gone up to Mizpah. Then said the children of Israel, tell us, how was this wickedness? And the Levite the husband of the woman that was slain answered and said, I came into Gibeah that belonged to Benjamin, I and my concubine to lodge. And the men of Gibeah rose against me and beset the house round about upon my night and thought to have slain me and my concubine have they forced that she is dead. And I took my concubine and cut her in pieces and sent her throughout all the country of the inheritance of Israel for they have committed, committed lewdness and folly in Israel. Behold, ye are all children of Israel. Give here your advice and counsel. And all the people arose as one man, saying, We will not any of us go into this tent, neither will any will we any of us turn into this house. What I want you to notice is that they gather together as one man. That's what I want you to notice. I want you to look at the oneness. Amen? Let's go to... Um, Look at, let's go to the New Testament. Colossians chapter 2. How much time I got? 10 minutes? Let's look at Colossians chapter 2. I want to show you something in the New Testament. We'll be looking in the Old Testament. Go to Colossians chapter 2. We're talking about being knit to the heart of your pastor. Colossians chapter 2, verse 1. 
Colossians chapter 2. Verse 1. For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love. Being what? Knit together in love. Look at verse 19. And not holding the head, chapter 2, verse 19, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands, remember I told you about bands, having nourishment, ministereth and knit together, increase it with the increase of God. Look at Ephesians 4 and 16. Look at, let's back up to verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. For the what? Perfecting of the saints. That's maturing of the saints. That word perfecting means maturing. In other words, so you could grow up and stop acting like a baby. Grow up. You know what's maturity? Maturity is simply the acceptance of responsibility. When you start accepting more responsibility, then you become mature. For the maturing of the saints, accepting responsibility. Quit saying it's so-and-so fault. Quit saying I can't do this and I can't do that because, you know, my mama this and my mama that, my daddy this and my daddy. See, all that's excuses. Quit, quit giving all them excuses. And grow up and be mature. Amen? For the maturing of the saints. Because God don't want you to stay a baby. For the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry. See, the saints have to do the work of the ministry. I say the saints have to do the work of the ministry. See, a lot of people think that the preacher do the work of the ministry. No, the saints do the work of the ministry. See, listen, I read to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, everybody got a part. Everybody's a member of the body. God has set some in the church, some in the body, as it had what? Please him. You have a part. You have a part to play. Everybody has a part to play. I say everybody has a part to play. Something to do. Amen? Somebody has work to do. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect or mature man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children. See that? That we henceforth be no more what? Children tossed to and fro, grow up. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness. See, when you're a child, people could deceive you easily. Yeah. Think about it in the natural. What do, what do people that, you know, uh, pedophiles and, and, you know, these people, what? They prey on little children because they what? Easily deceived. See, when you're a child, you could be easily deceived. 
You know something wrong. You know something ain't right. You know, because you ever saw little children back up from people? And they sense wrong, but they still could be deceived. Why? Because they're easy to believe. They're easy believable. They believe easy. But God wants you to what? Be strong. He wants you to grow up. Amen? That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. See somebody come with a wind of doctrine. Somebody come with some false doctrine and say, you know, I got this new revelation from the Lord. You'll be like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, buddy. I don't want to hear it. Yep. Get it out. Let me see if it's in the book. If it ain't in the book, bye-bye. Cared about and cared about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. This is what I want to get to. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. Say every joint supplies. So why you still sitting on why you sit why you still sitting on the pew? Every joint supplies. See, think of your body. All of, all of your members are connected to your body, huh? Any of your members disconnected? Is your arm sitting over there on the um on the pew away from your body, detached from your body? Well, all of us, none of us are supposed to be detached. Everybody's supposed to be attached and working. See, I raise my arm. My brain tell my arm to, I say, lift my arm. I lift my arm, right? My arm is attached to my what? Body. All of you all are attached to the body of Christ here at what? UBC. Amen? Amen? Being knit to the heart of your past. I didn't get into everything I wanted to say because I wanted to say some other things. Um, but that's all right. That's all right. The Lord is good. I sense it's time to stop. Amen. Hallelujah. Every head bow, all eyes closed. Christian are, Christians are praying. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If you're here tonight, hallelujah.